Welcome everyone to another nude podcast or nude cast. This time round, we're here with Adonis Arjondidis, who is a Cypriot artist living and working in Cyprus. Occasionally, you know, his adventures bring him to London, which is why he's here with us today. His areas of research include memory, truth, and the construction of the self. He has recently solo exhibited at 17 in London as part of a larger project by David Rowan Conroy um, Retail Space and on his personal Instagram account, uh, hashtag Instagram Residency. Uh, he has also been part of group shows such as the presence of absence of the catastrophe theory at the Nicosia Municipality Art Center, uh, the anxiety primer at S2F2, uh, and point. Center of Contemporary Art. Hi, Adonis. How are you? Hi. I'm, I'm all right. You? I, yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> uh, so I'm looking at your playlist, and it seems like we have a lot of uh, video game soundtracks here. Yeah, we do. We do. We um, have uh, the Longest Journey soundtrack, the main menu soundtrack, uh, The Last of Us, um, the Legend of Zelda, and then some Final Fantasy and some Pokemon. Thanks. And Kingdom Hearts. Don't forget Kingdom Hearts. And Kingdom Hearts, indeed. Um, so I'm going to start with the first song, which is the main menu title of the Longest Journey soundtrack. Go for it. Okay, so... I know that you graduated in 2014 um, from the University of Arts, London. Yeah, you from did LCC. LCC. You did, um, you did illustration. And visual media. And visual media. Yeah, which was like a combination of uh, a bunch of things. Um, um, yeah, not just illustration. It was a bit of graphic design, a bit of um, building things, a bit of making things on computers which uh, I think none of us were prepared for but we sort of adjusted and adapted okay and I know that I mean you sent me your dissertation many many times to read yeah. and I did read bits of it but you it still was, haven't read all of it I still haven't read all of it seriously <laughs> it's a very long after piece of writing. all of these like okay, sure, <laughs> whatever um, as you guys may already know, Adonis and I have known each other for some years now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's not excuse her. Um, not reading my dissertation. Uh, but yeah, so your dissertation was on the current state of video games and it's called Press X to Feel. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, given that most of the songs that you have chosen here for our playlist today are video game soundtracks, I was wondering if you would like to explain a little bit you know your own fascination with video games and because you know i've i've seen you play red dead redemption or play like final fantasy Which i've been playing for like since it came out in october and it's like what end of march now so you can yeah you can see how much time i devote on them um what do you want to know about me in video games well i mean where did your fascination start from and how does that you know, tie into your practice in a sort of way. We've also, this is also, um, this is also a, a part of the soundtrack from The Last of Us, which we tried yeah. to play all together and 
just did not manage to. <laughs> um, so I, I've always been a gamer. I've always been playing video games um, since I can remember, like on a Game Boy. Um, and I got my first console in like 2001, no, 2003. PlayStation 2? It was a PlayStation 2, yeah. Okay. And the first game I got is, it was King Kingdom Hearts, which will come up at some point, the main title theme. Um, and um, I think it's called Distant Memories, the song, I'm not sure. Um, but uh, yeah, that was the first game that I got and like I sort of like, you know, it was like new generation of graphics and sort of like, I was like a bit older as well. Um, and ever since then, I mean, like I've played like hundreds of games probably. Uh, and I'm fascinated by, you know, what they are, what they allow people to become and uh, be for a while and then sort of like move on. There's like this meme online that talks about how, you know, gamers have lived a hundred different lives, um, which makes it somehow special. Mm. Uh, you know, it's, it's nice that there's a medium out there that lets you sort of move past what you actually are and sort of imbue you with, um, with other qualities from different characters. So like you could, you could say that for books, you could say that for movies, but, um, there's nothing more transmitting I feel for myself and I'm sure like a lot of game theorists would agree with me um, more uh, yeah immersive and um, trans trans uh, transmitting than uh, than video games because of like a lot of elements at play which I discuss in my dissertation <laughs> <laughs> so was it Go read it <laughs> okay fine um, so you're talking about like role-playing games you're talking about like any uh, kind of game any has kind of this game. ability to like sort of well not i mean not all games are successful at it but because of their interactivity and their ability to like immerse you into them they sort of become more um like better at 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 making you part of them hmm okay and in terms of like some of your projects now, for example, because, yeah. uh, for example, with Instagram residency, uh, you made, you created a version of myself. You created a version of yourself. <laughs> I played God for a bit. Uh, yeah. So like the recent sort of work that I've been doing has been using video games as a sort of medium. It's not entirely the way that I would like want to use video games because it's more of like a narrative it's like a story using them as like a, a platform instead of using them as a medium this is not what i talk about in my well kind of maybe what i talk about in my dissertation that was more of like about about games using narrative in like ways and whatever um or their gameplay mechanics but here it's most uh, mostly just sort of using that as like a platform to say to tell a story uh, and the story is basically that 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 this of of um, of all gamers uh, in a way like 
I am this person in a in a game and uh, and what I can do you know like my sim is a sort of like a person like us but he's in a world of his own a world and, with their with its own rules <laughs> uh, yeah a world with its own rules um, so like all games have sort of like game rules like world rules um, Jesper Jewel actually has like a really nice book about it about sort of the, the, the um, these worlds in between I think that's what the subtitle for his book is like worlds in between um, fiction and reality mm-hmm. um, and uh, he, uh, yeah he's um, my sim is just like another person like us but you work together we sort of work together yeah so that sort of ties back into like my research for the past like I don't know five five or so years into my namesake who is like this deity ancient deity yeah ancient Greek um, deity so Adonis's name is actually Adonis is is this ancient deity so his name is actually an ancient deity but then Archondidis also derives itself from Archondas which means like king which is interesting because Adon also if you like look it up in like Aramaic or something means lord um so it's sort of like saying like, so you, my name is like Lordy Ro- Lord or something. Lordy Lord, Lord. or <laughs> Voldemort. Ancient, ancient deity, yeah. god figure. It's like a, a bit of like a mashup, a bit heavy to be living with. Um, but so are what do you a mean heavy? Names. Heavy, heavy to be living with. Like names are like you know heavy to live with. No, especially yours. <laughs> especially, I don't know. Like, I feel like mine is heavy to live with because a lot of people like sort of compliment you on your name, and like especially with Adonis in like the UK, like Adonis or Adonis is like meant to be like you know this like hunk or whatever, mm-hmm. and and then you know you get like a normal person with insecurities, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like, what the fuck do you expect from me? Yeah. Oh, am I supposed to curse? No, you can do it. Is it fine? Yes, it's fine. Don't worry. Okay, you're going to put PG. PG R-rated. So, does your sim know about their namesake? Yeah, because he's me. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. So, sort of, like, my interest in it is... Or my... This, like, story that I'm saying through this is... um, Just that we're sort of... He's like me, but in like a different universe, and he's like doing the sort of things that I wouldn't be able to do. But he's in his own world, like you know, I'm I'm sort of like pushing him to do things, uh, but he's doing them, you know, like okay. the way we kind of you could say maybe we're being pushed around, you know, by some unknown force that we'll never know. Yeah, and you know we're doing things. And so it's a lot about uh, a lot about free will. And what exactly constitutes the properties of free will? Yeah, yeah. And consciousness. Probably, yeah. Okay. I mean, like, uh, you could say that. And it's, I think, you know, these, like, grand problems that we all sort of face one one way or another, you know? Is that implying that some of our problems are minute? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, like, a lot of our problems are minute if you, like, sort of look at it on, like, a grander scale, scale you know? Sure. Of anything, like we're just like a speck of whatever. But um, 
my also my interest also lies in like these like theories about you know like the simulation theory which sort of says that we could like you know if eventually like we make a simulation of of something um it doesn't like you know sort of like we could be a, a simulation as well mm-hmm. um and it's like playing in like your know, micro level like going level by level okay. <laughs> so somebody else could be above us and then you know controlling us and then i'm controlling him and he could eventually like be controlling someone else um eventually uh, eventually. eventually i don't think he will i don't think i can do that in the sims <laughs> <laughs> within the game mechanics and rules yeah maybe the when sims. they like you know one day when they <laughs> add the things to it but i yeah for now this is like my interest is that he's like a He's me, and we're sort of do you doing feel things as together. If, do you feel like there's a particular power structure or vacuum between you and Adonis that might be brewing, or some kind of, you know, Adonis realizing that? Well, maybe, spoilers. Spoilers, <laughs> a little bit, maybe or not. <laughs> um, uh, we we don't have to talk about it. But we can talk about it. Yeah, like so. Like I'm doing. I there, there's like an upcoming project where he'll sort of like tap into these um, these abilities that he has. This is the Kingdom Hearts theme, by the way. Yes, um, it is. So you can like sort of like. You don't know how many times I've listened to this, by it's, the way. It's like, good. This is why I put it in. <laughs> I've spent countless hours like listening to this theme, just playing in the background when the like a game hasn't even started. Um, yeah, so he'll be sort of like tapping into his powers somehow uh, by realizing that he is within like a, a structure, and he'll gain those powers through you know the healing act of meditation and you know healthy living (laughs) and gym and all of those things that we're meant to be doing basically uh adonis has moved to los angeles (laughs) 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 following the wellness lifestyle of uh, (laughs) he's hashtag woke (laughs) yes um okay um and in terms of you know him do you because from what I understand is that like your sim is done, Adonis is done residencies, right? He had he's done a- residencies. He's done sort of like you know like he's done his own projects like some video, mm-hmm. uh, like some performances basically that we've sort of documented together and mm-hmm. show in exhibitions, like like New Year, like you, New New Year New You, new where you. he like sort of like died in a fire and also died by drowning and also died by. Um, exhausting himself so this, so he has this ability you know yes yeah, so this is this was uh, at 17 gallery as part of uh, Dave, David Ramon Conroy's retail space yeah um, and uh, Adonis thank you David and David and David both Davids um, <laughs> and Adonis died repeatedly over and over and over again uh, for a, a prolonged period of time, of time. And everyone was watching him die over and over and over again. Which and is, you know, like the ability of like 
uh, a character to sort of like come back to respawn to respawn to like start, you know you can never there are games I think where you can like die and never use the game again I think I've heard of something like that before and also there's games where you get permadeath which means like you need to start the game from the beginning mm-hmm. like completely um, but um, you know most games you die and then just start again so from that, like that a previous ha- save or something that used to happen with like so there's two instances where that happens where you die other than the game mechanic doing it like you know as part of the game mechanic where you die and then you have to start all over again yeah was it dark well, it's not dark souls does it no no that's what just really it's it, no it's not that one anyway In dark souls you die and then you come back and like a yeah, bonfire yeah, yeah, yeah. and you need to get your experience points back yeah so uh, there's two instances where i feel like this happens and uh, one of it is with very, very, very old Game Boy games like Donkey Kong, where you couldn't save, right? Yeah, I mean, you, like, you know, like it comes it, with technology. Yeah, exactly. But then also, if even if you have, like, a game cartridge that is old enough, um, you, like, the, the save option is completely swiped. And I think we may have both experienced this when we were playing, like, a lot of Pokemon. Yeah, for sure. You would try to get. You like, need to like start in and to start a new game. You need to like delete your previous one. Yeah. It's a bit of a pain, but yeah, like this comes with like new technologies, and you know who knows with new technologies eventually we'd be able to like you know save ourselves in like a state and then come back to it. Or would you, would you like, be? Do you think though that uh, you know transhumanism? Tech- yes, of course. But like, do you think Adonis would ever be obsolete? as a like do you think that there will come a time where Adonis can no longer keep respawning do you know what I mean because basically in the narrative or like in real life because I can like I can make like tons of them which is also by the way we started like a tangent before about like my name and we didn't explain like Mm. the myth behind it is like Adonis is like returns all the time because he keeps dying coming back to life because Aphrodite and Persephone are fighting over him. <laughs> um, and so he's like trapped in this like state all the time of like dying. So sort of like, you know, if you could think of him as like a superhero in the game, his superpower is like coming back to life, mm. which is an element of the game. And that is also, so like within within the, within the ancient deity, that is also part of, uh, within that story, within that narrative, yeah. it is also due to contro- controlled by someone else. In, yeah, this, yeah. in this case, like Aphrodite and Persephone and... Well, Zeus giving, saying that like, yes, he can come back to life every six months and then die again or I don't know like move back and forth between the okay. the uh, and know, then, world and, this, and underworld and this would link with whatever is going on with Adonis's durational performances of death yeah essentially yeah okay well that's the sort of like this like you know cycle between life and death is his power in the game mm. uh, which he's using for his performances that's, okay that's what he's tapping into and now he's sort of like getting woke to the rest of his powers. Mm. But I don't want to spoil too much. Okay, well this is um, this is Prickly Pear by Patrico Quartet. Um, I was wondering what... So most of the songs <laughs> that you have is... Yeah. Are Video other, games. Yeah, other than like Blink by Hiro... Um, Blink by... No, not, 
Mm-hmm. I'm we, very bad with that. Like I'm with very Japanese bad names. with that name, yes, as well. Um, Hiro- with Hiroshi she, Yoshimura. Yeah, Hiroshi Yoshimura. Uh, you also have Portico Quartet, and I'm wondering, because this is like a very kind of happy, good, lucky song. The rest are kind of chilled and mellow and like. Well, this is like, I put it there because it's like. I've like spent a lot of time, like most of these songs, I spent a lot of time like listening to them. Okay. Um, but I also put this because it's like it has like a nice like personal history tied to it, what? like a nice memory. It's a what kind of memory is that? It's just it? like a personal memory. Okay. Maybe we don't really, it's not really relevant okay. to anything. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. a nice song and you guys should listen to it. Well, it's kind of like, uh, it could also be like a like a game soundtrack to be fair yeah i mean everything is like sort of chill as you can as you can hear okay and then i wanted to ask about um so adonis also adonis is the kind of guy that if something interesting happens in the middle of the street he'll whip his phone out and just um video it thank god it's my phone (laughs) and uh so i remember distinctly we're at this arts festival and um, there is a church there, and this Atxakis. Um, yeah. Where we went, and there was this boy who grabbed the the rope that leads up to the bell tower, where yes. the bell is. Oh yes. And you managed to like film it. Yeah. Film it. Yeah. And then yeah. you so you would record a lot of these little kind of fleeting moments. For phenomenal present. For phenomenal present, and I was wondering how that kind of. Um, you know, but dwells into into your press because I, I in, into the rest of your practice because I also think that that is also another very interesting aspect that you're quite visual. Yeah. Um, and I was wondering, like, if you're if you're basically creating a collage or taking like various moments and then putting them in like together in one thing. Yeah, that's what that's what the phenomenal present is. Is sort of. Um, there's this quote by Barry Dainton in, in Self about like sort of how a moment is created uh, or like how a moment is constructed in like our brains, um, which is like a series of like sort of fleeting moments that blend into one another. Um, and that's sort of like where this installation like was born. Um, so it's like a multi-channel video installation that is a series of videos um, that is like ongoing all the time. I keep adding to it whenever I film something nice. Um, and that is, um, it's, 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 um, it plays on like sort of like a shuffle on all of the screens randomly. Um, randomly. So it's like sort of selected by a computer the way like our sort of, mind decides to like jump from one thing that you're thinking about to another mm-hmm. it's like just like on autopilot do you think it sometimes. works like a like a memory thing as well like jumping from uh one one memory that you've had to another to even perhaps daydreaming about things that haven't even happened yeah or like collective things that have happened things that you know everyone mm-hmm. uh kind of experiences at some point in their life um all of all of the scenes i think are somehow like you know like they evoke a kind of um i don't know homey feeling or something that 
we've all sort of like experienced yeah yeah not not exactly nostalgia but there's another there's another word for that that's very close to that's the tip of my tongue but i can't really articulate it right now um, this. no i don't know maybe maybe i don't know how to even pronounce that i don't know what it means i think it means something like um when something you haven't seen something before but it feels oddly familiar I don't like, know. I don't think if it. I don't think it's the so same. So you thing, seem. Yeah. You know. You also seem to have like these projects which are always ongoing for like a, a certain amount of years, which I think is really interesting because the other thing that you've also been doing is um, the word game. Yeah. So the word game uh, is quite a collective kind of experience, and I think you're doing it as part of the yard residence yes. as well. On the 29th of June. On the 29th of June. Um, so if you do, you want to talk a little bit about the word game? Sure. I mean, how did it start? It, so the word game is uh, basically we, he gets like. <laughs> Eight of us, and we're all a little bit under the influence. And, uh, <laughs> most of the time, sometimes we're not. Sometimes we're actually sober. I've yeah, I've played it sober before. It's more difficult, it much is. more difficult. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Yeah, it's super interesting. And uh, so we all say a word. Well, it starts. Uh, it with starts a place. with a it place. It starts with a place, and then you yeah. sort of like add words to it. You add words to it. Yeah. So. Uh, I was wondering how that started, where that started from, and started with rallies. Rallies introduced me to this game. Oh, really? And I'm sure it has a name. Like you know, I just call it the word game because it's yeah. it's easy to call it something like yeah. that. Um, and uh, yeah, that's just how it started. And then you know, playing it, I sort of realized that everyone makes a kind of um, a kind of narrative in their mind of. Um, in order to like remember all of the words that have been said because mm -hmm. like we've played it like you know 20 rounds and then you have to remember 20 words like even more like 35 you know like that's just a bit intense to like think of mm -hmm. just random words together and it sort of becomes like much more evident when it's two people playing and then when it's more everyone has their own narrative in their head of like and also, you know, they want to add something, you want, they want to say, like, they really want to say, like, a rack of, like, unwashed clothes, you know? Mm -hmm. and it doesn't fit with the rest of the words, but, like, you know, they said it. And but then... also, in my experience, when you're, like, forgetting the words, like, yeah. the clues, so you're allowed to, like, the give clues a, you're are allowed like, yeah. to, like, give a clue, and sometimes the clue are actually what triggers the memory of the word. Um, like even if it's a completely like the round after yeah, you'll think about the clue after, again or like you know or you'll think about it's like the inside joke yeah that sort of like brings it back up and then everyone sort of makes like a narrative all together but the game only ends when nobody remembers the word yes so it's sort of like a collective has that, has that happened yet or lose a game no yeah. most of the time we just stop Get, because we just give up yeah. yeah because we're like okay it's time to go home goodbye okay yeah so when you do this at the residency at the yeah. yard is that something that you'd be doing partly with strangers and partly with with yeah a lot people? of friends like are coming to like friends that i've sort of like promised you know this event everyone too. wants uh... Seto mainly <laughs> Seto really wants to be part of it okay because uh, he was the first person like I played it with it was him me and Rallis mm. um, and then there's like a couple more people that I know want to join and people that have been interested so I'm gonna make like a sort of like an open call and see who like who Ooh. responds okay. and then we'll make a group 
and they've said that you know they're open to like doing another one at some point later so okay so taking into consideration that you know a lot of your work is made with others even though it's not really their choice if they're making work with you or not for example you know this word game yeah I mean, obviously, it's consensual. You know? Yeah, yeah it's, it's consensual. Consensual. Um, and then Adonis might think his work with me isn't consensual. Yes, this is what I'm. This is I want to. I want to bring it back. Yeah, to yeah. That. Okay. So there's like a a collaborative kind of spirit here that you like to you like to keep up. And um, do you think that one day you would be open to say, like Adonis? Adonis, Sim Adonis, yeah. bringing someone else into the into the yeah, or is that? Well, I don't know. I mean, sure, maybe. Because he's... if if he's actually like tapping into his like powers and stuff, he well, could... he'll be working with himself a lot. Yeah. Now, when he taps into his powers, and he already sort of works with himself, but working with others, I mean, well, that would be complicated, I think. Um, well, okay. There's still, there's still like, I think quite a bit um, of, you know, material to be done with The Sims. It's really interesting as like a system, you know, like it's like a mini capitalist system, you know. Um, it's a. Uh... Come on, we don't want to spoil everything. Yeah. Okay. We don't sure. want to spoil the Fine. surprise. All right. Let's so talk about we're um, we're reaching the end of our yeah. podcast. What we have just been listening to. Um, was the main theme of Final Fantasy VII, which was ar- done by an orchestra. Yeah, yeah, Japanese this is like a live, this is a live version of it, of the orchestrated version, um, composed by Nobuo Matsu. Um, and it's like, just like, it's been my favorite theme song of all the Final Fantasies. Uh, I mean, since I first started playing Final Fantasies all those years back. Okay, so I'm gonna give you. Like probably like more than ten years. I'm gonna give you this tablet to draw on now. So you've got your thickness there. Yeah. Oops. Yep. And this guy is is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> this is you've got your thickness there, and then your cut is there. Okay. And sorry. it's uh, it's kind of like see through. Yeah. Before you, when you first draw, and then when you let it go, it becomes into. Like, oh, okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is uh, this is the Pilot Town theme <laughs> from Pokemon, and then this is crazy guy playing it on YouTube, which, you know, Adonis, I'm very grateful that you found this because this is going on my iTunes on repeat. <laughs> is it? <laughs> there's quite a few people. Um, there's quite a few people. Uh, making versions of the Palette Town theme. I didn't want to put the the original song because it is like a bit too harsh with the rest of the songs, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. I if didn't, I didn't to... feel like it, it, it matched. So I found this guy playing it on the piano and it's like really nice. And there's like also like a more depressing version. But I feel like, you know, like this, especially like this theme, it's, it's very empowering. It is very empowering. You know what? The first sort of theme you... No, it's not the first one you hear, but like, you know, when you start your adventure and you go out of your house to like actually begin, you know, just to, the whole experience of, you know, being a Pokemon trainer. This is how we all started. 
I also didn't want to put the like you know the like fighting music or whatever. You know which one's good though. You know which one's good. Lavender Town. Oh, but Lavender Town is just like you know just creepy. You know, not not. Well, longest journey. Oh, I don't know what to draw on this. I love how it ends. When it ends, it like ends in like a empowering. 